Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. On the streets of the Bronx is where I want to be. Standing on the corner Singing good old harmony Oh, great doo-wop acapella By Cool Change From the Bronx Tale That great movie That really focused in on Arthur Avenue, Belmont That whole section there Great story About growing up in the Bronx as you know, treasured to this day. Treasured, in fact, uh, oftentimes a guest of Sid Rosenberg, the star, the writer, the creator of Bronx Tale, Chaz Palminteri. Oh, outstanding. Robert De Niro is the bus driver raising his son. And yesterday I had my Bronx Tale moment of the many that I've had in 44 years since organizing the Guardian Angels on February 13th in 1979 as a night manager of Mickey D's right on the corner of East Fordham Road in Webster. And you know the rest of this story. We're now in 13 countries, 130 cities with close to 5,000 members. And it's almost like we've come full cycle because we're having to coordinate with so many community organizations and the NYPD to try to stem the downward cycle that we are in, this uh, abyss we're falling back into. That, uh, I mean, we haven't seen crime like this in so long. We got to help stem the flow. But yesterday, you probably saw me in the streets of the Bronx because as soon as I finished here, the Rip and Read, Monday through Fridays from 12 to 1, I was on the back of a pickup truck right near Marina Del Rey before you get to the Throgsnake Bridge. And it was with a broadcasting facility on the back, so I went from one broadcast to another as I was screaming into the microphone for people to come out in the 13th City Council District in the Bronx to vote for George Havernack running on the Republican and conservative lines. And there I was in Pelham and Morris Park and Locust Point and Westchester Square and Country Club and 
all throughout Throg's Neck, East Tremont, and people people were saying, yeah, yeah, listen to you on Sit in the Morning, Monday through Friday, 7.05, stopping, talking with them. I listened to you uh, all weekend long, huge, huge full-page ad in uh, today's New York Post by John Katsimatidis, the Midnight Family, Dominic Carter, Midnight, uh, Monday through Fridays, Midnight to One, Curtis Lee, another side of Midnight, all weekend long, Frank Morano during the week, and then Noam Layden with the uh, early news, 5 to 6 a.m. Great, great ad. But I stopped off in uh, Morris Park to the headquarters of the uh, Bronx GOP. And it says, headquarters, Bronx GOP, I've been there before. You know, If you're a member of the Republican Party, I mean, anybody should be able to go into the Bronx GOP. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to film a video there outside of it and talk about how corrupt the Democratic uh, county organization of uh, Hasty is, Carl Hasty, and how corrupt the uh, Bronx uh, Republican uh, county uh, uh, has been and always uh, running to lose, as they always do, never to win. And they play I scratch my belly, you scratch your belly. Uh, in fact, if you go and vote today, and I hope, again, you'll vote for George Havernack in the Republican and conservative primary. But look for D.A., Darcel Clark. She has opposition in the Democratic primary from a woman who's more left-wing than her who supports sexual assaulters for a living, right? Say, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no Republican opposition, none. Because Mike Rendino does not want to challenge her because, God forbid, she may end up uh, investigating him. So anyway, um, I'm outside, and immediately Mike Rendino comes out like the raging bull. That's why Kathy Holton's governor now is getting Bill Bridges with Fernando Mateo, 100%. Do you think this is funny bringing him here? I didn't bring him here. Why am I here? Because I support him. So... Lou, he said that Kathy Hochul is governor of New York State because of me. Somehow it's something I didn't do. But then he really starts to lose it and acknowledges what I and Bo Deedle and my wife Nancy have done a deep dive on, and that is that he lives in Garden City. That's his primary residence, and he's got two rental properties in the Bronx, yet he votes in the Bronx which is illegal. You can you just can't vote in both. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll determine that in the future because uh, in my interpretation, in Frank Morano's interpretation, that's a crime. But we'll leave that for another day. And then he really gets personal. He calls me a deadbeat dad for what he refers to as my special needs kid, Anthony. I'm a good father, and you're a deadbeat to your special needs kid. Wow, I'm a bad father. And a deadbeat to my special needs kid, Anthony, who was always here at WABC with me like three days a week. That was a low bro. So I told Nancy, come on, let's turn away. Let's just do our video. And we got the rest of the Bronx to go through. 
And as I'm doing the video, this guy drops on me more F-bombs than I've ever had dropped in my life. Man, it's like I'm saying to myself, gee, how can I do a video here? This guy is cursing up so much. So I walk a little bit away with Nancy so that we can get our video and get out of there. So here we are outside of the Bronx GOP headquarters where you have Mike Rendino ranting and raving, dropping the F-bomb, running for office, challenging his sister to another candidate, Samantha, in the race. And you would think that we were the Democrats who destroyed this district by voting for upzoning. This is the problem that we have in the Bronx. That's why we got to get George Harnack over the top tomorrow by voting for him on the Republican line. I'm just trying to do a video, right? Everybody's entitled. We're outside. It is. It's the Bronx GOP headquarters, which should not be a campaign headquarters for anybody, but it just shows you the thuggery. And this guy, Mike Rendino, is the state secretary of the party. This guy was outside doing the chicken dance. You know what the chicken dance is, Justin? And, and look, that's when he dances around, you know, he's like flexing like he wants to fight. He's dropping the F. I'm like, what the hell is this? This guy is out of control. So later on, after I finish my route, trying to get the vote out, look, a lot of people are just not voting. Uh, I'm trying to get the vote out, period. I mean, people need to go out and exercise the privilege to vote. Many have died. We're passing cemetery after cemetery, and I'm seeing the solitary slabs of people, some of whom were veterans. So I'm talking to people. And then at the end of the night, I hadn't eaten all day. I was losing my voice, so I stopped at the diner opposite uh, a high school which has become infamous. Oh, infamous. (laughs) Lehman High School, which is like little little Albania. By the way, uh, you notice Sid uh, at the golf tournament at the Ohika Castle was talking to Coach Marone. Coach Marone, who had been at Syracuse University, a pro coach. He's now with the New Orleans Saints. And he was a graduate of Lehman High School. 4,000 students in the Bronx. And when he was going to high school, he was um, considered a top choice to get into the NCAA uh, teams like a lot of the Lehman uh, football players. The uh, Department of Education, DOE, dumbest organization ever, spent $5 million, Lou, to build a football field, brand-new football field, which they deserved. Except the problem was it was only 80 yards long. So they stole the money. They built an 80-yard football field. They refused to give any of it back. Then they blamed it on the Army Corps of Engineers. The Army Corps of Engineers, they said, said, no, 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 you can't make it 100 yards. And the Army Corps of Engineers from the Pentagon in Washington said, are you crazy? We have nothing to do with that. 
So that that year and subsequently every year, Lehman High School has had to play their home games on the road at Clinton High School's field off of Mashula Parkway. They haven't even been able to play home games. That's a practice field. You see the corruption in the Bronx. It's the most corrupt of all five boroughs. You have Democratic uh, corruption led by Carl Hastie, the Speaker of the Assembly, who replaced the Hyman Roth, the Meyer Lansky uh, of Democratic politics, uh, Sheldon Silva, who dropped dead of greed. And now you've got uh, Carl Hastie, who is a crook himself. And he runs the Democratic Party there. And then you have Mike Rendino, who runs the Republican Party, never to win elections, but only to rake in the dough. That was my day in the streets of the Bronx. What a great place to be. Talking about this is the Riffin' Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Over the course of human history, there's been Noah's Ark, savior of mankind. St. Francis of Assisi's foregoing his wealth to be savior of all animals. And Curtis Sliwa, guardian angel and savior of New York City, protecting both man and beast. The Curtis Sliwa Show presents... Curtis's Ark with Nancy Sliwa. From bipeds to quadrupeds and everything in between. Now, with Nancy Sliwa, here's Curtis Sliwa. This is a show that we do every, every Sunday night, 11 to 12. You can get it on your podcast, The Animal Welfare Hour. With my wife, Nancy, go to WABCRadio.com. That's WABCRadio.com for all your animal welfare needs. And we talk about a panoply of all different animal-related subjects. Before you go anywhere, at the end of this hour, I may be breaking news. I got a tip from Brian Kilmeade. Our brother in solidarity here at WABC that I substituted for today from uh, 10 to 12. And if this is true about who may become the permanent police commissioner, I will take this microphone. I, I'm telling you, and I will impale myself, Lou and Justin. I mean, I will commit an act of Harry Carey. I'm furi- furiously researching this. My wife, Nancy's doing the e-dive, other sources. Brian Kilmeade may be on to something here that, if true, would be absolutely devastating to the morale of our police department that has already been destroyed uh, before the summer of 2020, the summer of George Floyd, and with the election of Bill de Blasio, Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, who destroyed this city and destroyed our police department and its morale within eight years of him and his wife, Charlene, stealing one and a half billion dollars on that fake, phony, fraudulent, fugazi program known as Thrive that was supposed to help all these emotionally disturbed persons and helped only themselves. We are already doing a deep dive. I want to let all of you know, Danielle, stealthily as a... 
a well-renowned attorney, wife of Sid, has already done the research. Uh, I and my wife, Nancy, are attacking it from a different end. There's Bo Deedle and all of his resources, and yes, even Frank Morano, the commission, the family here at WABC. We're going to nail this sucker, this thief. Eight years, he was totally lazy, and he stole $1.5 billion. And remember, he was elected on the premise that he would eliminate the horse-drawn carriage industry. Night class had bankrolled them. If not for that, he would never have been mayor. If not for the failings of my partner on Saturday, Anthony Weiner, the personal failings, he would have been mayor. He would have done ten times better job and would have prevented the uh, would have prevented Bill de Blasio from taking a Miley Cyrus wrecking ball and destroying the city that we love. So I'm going to try to connect all the dots. So before we go off the air, before I, I pass over the microphones to Greg Kelly, remember, son of the longest serving and greatest police commissioner in our time, Ray Kelly. Oh, if this is true, it'll break Greg's heart. It'll break Ray Kelly's heart. It'll break every cop who's busting his shoes or her shoes on the beat. I hope this is not true. Just you, you can't go anywhere. But let's talk about a great story that was in the New York Post by John Levin. He actually told me about it in advance when I made an appearance with uh, on the Hannity Show Friday night with Leo Terrell, in which I said, "Hey, Leo, things are so bad in L.A. and New York. Why don't we do uh, the sequel, uh, Escape from New York? I'll be Kurt Russell here. That was done in '82, and there was Escape from L.A. That was done in '92, and Leo Terrell can be." The black guy doing that sequel. We all had a good laugh, but we talked about some really bad news. And how often we're separated and polarized by the politics of today, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, whether you're a Trumper or you support Biden. The one thing that has universally brought people together is the way we treat animals, the way we view animals as our family members, as our friends, and how angry we get when they're abused. And I want to give a salute to a member of our city council, Queens GOP Councilwoman Vicki Palladino. We'll find out later today who she's running against. There are three Democrats who are vying in the primary to try to take out Vicky Palladino over my dead body. I'll do everything to get her reelected. She has begun the process of introducing a resolution calling on Albany lawmakers to increase prison time and increase the number of charges that can be prosecuted as felonies for animal abuse crimes. Palladino is the proud owner of a seven-year-old, 22-pound New Zealand white rabbit named Diva and a stately bearded dragon lizard named Frank. Wow, that's pretty eclectic. If they can do this to an animal, they can do this to a human being without as much a blink of an eye, Palladino said. I truly believe that if you could kill a poor, innocent animal, you could definitely kill a human being. And she's exactly right. As I and Nancy have discussed every Sunday night from 11 to 12, if you look at the history of murderers, of those who have abused their wives and children, started first predominantly with abusing animals. You can almost track that study after study. She was actually so right on. And killing a dog or any companion animal 
is already a felony under New York state law and carries a maximum sentence of two years. But let's be honest, offenders frequently skirt by with far smaller sentences, sometimes no sentences at all. Many other animal abuse crimes, including torturing and mutilating, are only misdemeanors. No matter you torture an animal, you mutilate an animal, it's only a misdemeanor, and they don't even prosecute felonies. Vicky Palladino's office said it wants more crimes treated as felonies with punishments raised to five years in prison and the creation of a public animal abuser registry to track convicted offenders. Absolutely. It could take several weeks or even months before a final resolution hits the floor for a vote in Albany. It's also unclear exactly what animals would be covered under this tough new law. Palladino said we have created a culture of animal lovers. Pets have become people's children, friends, and family members. Remember earlier this month when that elderly dog that was out with its owner, Central Park, right near like 105th and uh, 5th Avenue, was stabbed to death by a crazed dog owner who sicked his unleashed pit bulls on the doomed dog. Police have not resolved that. No arrests have been made. Last October, a crazed homeless man beat a dog in Prospect Park, Moose, who died a week later. They're going to put a statue up in his honor because he stood his ground to defend the woman that had raised him. And that case was brushed off by the NYPD in Park Slope. And the neighborhood socialist pro-criminal council member, Shana Hanif, she didn't want any police involved. She basically took up the concept that snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. She doesn't want anybody arrested for animal abuse. Nobody. This is what the socialists believe. They don't want anybody arrested and doing time for abusing humans and likewise for animals. And I will be soon opening up a Ronald Reagan Republican club that will have mostly moderate Democrats joining us to defeat the socialists like Hanifa right there in Park Slope. I'll keep you informed. A great champion of animal rights in this city. Without question, is Queens Democratic Councilman Bob Holden of Middle Village, Glendale, Maspeth. He's a longtime animal rights champion in city council. And he said he would sign on to Vicky Palladino's efforts and express hope that future laws could apply to the city's long-suffering carriage horses. I, 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 both I and Nancy have joined with Robert Holden on this time and time again. It's a true animal lover. In fact, I have good news for all you animal lovers out there, no matter where you are. For the very first time, we have qualified an animal welfare independent line for two candidates in the upcoming general city council elections on November 7th. One for Robert Holden, who is seeking re-election and deserves it. And the other for the candidate that has come out of the Ronald Reagan Republican Club in Astoria that we created to defeat AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her socialists and her mini-me's, like in that case, Tiffany Caban, the city councilwoman there, Kelly Klingman. They have both collected enough signatures to qualify for the first ever animal welfare lines. I had collected 
with all of our volunteers when I ran for mayor in the midst of the lockdown and COVID. 25,000 signatures to qualify the animal welfare line in the mayoral campaign. And I'm sad to say it wasn't the Democrats who challenged my signatures. It was my fellow Republicans. And I will take that to my grave. Both I and Nancy could not believe that our own Republicans knocked it off the ballot. But we now have it in place. As uh, Bob Holden said, people who abuse defenseless animals should be charged with a felony. Right on, Bob. Vicky Palladino's office says it didn't have the jurisdiction to change the criminal code and was working with Staten Island GOP assemblyman and conservative Sam Pirazzolo on Albany legislation that could result in statewide changes. I'm so proud. I went out there with Andrew Giuliani, and we worked hard for Sam. But Sam is the best retail politician that I have seen in quite some time, going door to door. It was a Democratic district. He flipped it as a lifelong Republican and conservative, Sam Pirazzola. And he said, I love the idea so much. I will absolutely introduce legislation once we get a determination about what the best way forward is. Look at this connection. It's coming from Republicans and Democrats. Sam Pirazzola in the Assembly from Staten Island will take it into the state legislature. Will Carl Hasty block it? Will he prove to be an animal hater, not an animal lover? This would be a difficult one to block. Will the socialists who now have a majority in both the State Assembly and State Senate, will they stand in defiance of this legislation to protect our furry little creatures, our animals? They probably will, because they don't want people going to jail for abusing people. They probably think likewise about about animals. But Sam Pirazzola said that he believed it could attract support from Assembly Democrats a requirement for any bill to pass in Albany. So look at this coalition. I and Nancy, who do the animal welfare hour here on WABC. Rob Becerra and Grace Navarro, who have been animal rights welfare activists since long before we even thought of establishing the animal welfare line. To Bob Holden, the Democrat seeking re-election who will have an animal welfare line. To Kelly Klingman, who is our hope out of the Ronald Reagan Republican Club in Astoria that has mostly moderate Democrats, our hope to take out Tiffany Caban. And GOP Assemblyman Conservative Sam Pirazzola from Staten Island. You see, this is crossing over the divide. Doesn't matter. You can like Trump. You can like DeSantis, you can like Biden, it doesn't matter. One thing that can bring us together as animals, as Mahatma Gandhi said, and I said it over and over as I made this a key point in my campaign for mayor, to have no-kill shelters, no-kill shelters. We can do it. L.A. does it. Austin, Texas does it. They never kill an animal unless they have no other choice but to put it down. And I'm talking for medical reasons. We can bridge this polarization with animals because Mahatma Gandhi said, and he's so right, a society that does not treat its animals well does not treat its humans well. Look at New York City. Look at the homeless out in the streets and in the subways and the parks. Look at the emotionally disturbed. 
He was so right. Let's applaud Vicky Palladino for coming up with this legislation in the city council, Robert Holden for supporting it, and Sam Pirazzola for supporting it. And I know all of you out there in your mind, hearts, and souls will come together, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're a Republican, to make sure that we protect our furry little creatures who are our family members, who are like children. In fact, as many of you know, some of us love our animals more than our own relatives, our own husbands, our own wives. We'd rather talk with our animal friends, our animal family members, than our own siblings or grandchildren or aunts or uncles or husbands and wives. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. America's birthday coming up Tuesday, July 4th, but... There are different fireworks celebrations, and the first actually begins tonight. Vicki Palladino, councilwoman of uh, Whitestone, has revived the fireworks displays that had not, uh, that had basically gone dormant ever since the lockdown and pandemic of March of 2020. If you're in proximity of Fort Totten, it is a gorgeous location. Where the Long Island Sound meets the East River Bayside. You see the Whitestone Bridge right there. All the communities around it. You can start arriving at 5, right into the parade grounds. And then by 9 o'clock tonight, the fireworks will be going off. Oh, in patriotic pride, I want to once again thank Vicky Palladino for bringing patriotism back in the form of this patriotic assemblage of our citizens and new immigrants to watch the fireworks. Travis, 4th of July parade, the longest running in the nation. I'll once again be out there with the Guardian Angels. That's this coming Tuesday, July 4th, starting at 12 noon. An absolute must. It is amazingly patriotic. Then you have the Astoria fireworks. That'll be on Thursday night. I'll be there with Kelly Klingman, our candidate to unseat Tiffany Pagan, uh, the AOC acolyte, uh, all out crazy, Alessandro Ocasio-Cortez. As you know, they would probably want to throw American flags on the grill. 
We are going to be out there, patriotic tradition, to pay tribute to America and the flag that brings us all together. Stop the music. I hope this is not true. This may be the saddest moment in the long, illustrious history of the NYPD, first organized by Teddy Roosevelt, who went on to become president of the United States, the first police commissioner. I've gone back and forth with Brian Kilmeade, who I substituted for today earlier from 10 to 12, and I'm hearing exactly what he is hearing. We need to stop this dead in its tracks. This mayor, who has been so out of control of late, thinks God talks to him, thinks he's Kunte Kinte, is planning to appoint a brand new police commissioner permanently to replace Sewell. Jessica Tish. Jessica Tish from the Tish family. You know, past the Grey Poupon. Jeeves, you know, I'm living here on Park Avenue. Can you drive me here or there? Her claim to fame is she's the sanitation commissioner now, and all she talks about is composting. And before that, she was the deputy commissioner of information technology and communications for the NYPD. She's never been a cop. How the hell could you in any right mind make Jessica Tish, the 46th NYPD police commissioner? Ladies and gentlemen, we must unite together to stop this. This will be the final nail in the coughing of the NYPD that has been depleted and whose morale has been destroyed. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong.